So, I'm trying to recap what all's happened to your characters in particular. Well, skip through to just the things that were going on last night, because Cole and Millie actually like everyone's been all over the place. I'm like, what was going on? What does everyone remember was going on last session? So Cole sent one of his folks, operative dude, to come pick up the wizard. I have names here somewhere. Alex was the guy. The wizard was... Uh, it's a T. Theo? Theodore. Uh, Theodore. Theo. Yep. Theodore. Marin. That's it. Yes. So yeah. Theodore and Alex and I made it to the mom's house was essentially how that went down. Everybody else split up and did their own things. And then while at the mom's house, Millie yeah. decided to, you know, send some texts. You also, I believe it was, you learned about, were you part of the, no, you weren't part of the multi-meeting, but you did learn about the sort of underground movement that's been going on too. Well, with a little damage and lots of legality, replace the old men as the leaders of Oak Ridge, because it's time for a change, especially with all the BS that's been going on with the stranger. So... There have been things in the works for that for a while. Angel also caught sight of part of that, and Angel was part of a meeting with a little underground organization that Cole also met. That they have been monitoring anomalies of things coming into this reality that shouldn't be here. And not a lot of people know about that. It's a very small group that found out about this from someone from another reality who gave them information on how to track all of this. And Angel figured out, because Angel's now the only person who has seen the stranger sans the glamour that he uses, that the stranger is actually an anomaly possessing Bart. So that was a very dramatic, shocked Pikachu reaction that I got. Like, actual hands-on-face shocked Pikachu. It was fantastic. And I think Angel actually let everybody else know that as well. That's where the shocked Pikachus least... came from. Ah. Was her telling everybody. Oh, got it. Yeah, Angel has passed it on, so I believe everyone knows about that now. There was also Hess had the realization that I don't think any of y'all know about, that um, the day and time the anomaly first showed up, because the anomaly showed up before the stranger came onto the scene by several months, and the day it happened was the day Cat disappeared. Angel put that together as well. Yeah. You either put it together beforehand or when you heard Hess just scream <laughs> from the basement. She put it together, and that's why she was uh, quickly, nope, I'm gonna get out of here now. <laughs> it's because, uh, yeah, Hess hadn't put it together yet. Yeah. Fennec's face when I started setting that up was beautiful. <laughs> so, you've put together quite a bit, and Cole, after having the meeting with Multi, gave a very cryptic message, or, um, Blaze, do you wanna recount what Cole did last night? Sure. After the meeting with Multi, Cole 
basically assembled a few of his inner circle. The main ones would be Isaac, Greg, June, Roger, and Kevin that all had different information from their little underlings from around town and had a bit of a gab sesh trying to figure out everything that is known, who's linked to what, who controls what, and then finding out that there was some shenanigans going down, Cole basically decided to kind of mobilize some of the people he had in his little circle to thwart some baddies in the process of doing bad things and then found out that Millie apparently had the phone number or contact with the stranger and had intentions to get that information. Yeah. You also successfully got every single info, all of the influential people in Oak Ridge to safety at the mom's place, and they already had beds ready. I don't know if Cole's ever questioned how they're always prepared for things that haven't quite happened yet, but this isn't the first time they've been like, oh no, we're just send them on in, we're ready. Mom vibes. The moms are great. It pays to be the Urchin King. And the moms are just great, too. Melee left off at the mom's house. She patrolled throughout the night just to have something to do. Cole, I don't remember where Cole went. Did you go to the mom's place? I left with Austin in the in the vehicle on the way to the theater, not realizing that I would be not there in time. I didn't realize the how it would go down. So we could fudge a little bit and say that you texted Millie, then you were on your way, and she texted you, I'm not there. <laughs> I'm at your mom's house. They say hi. I don't think I would show up unannounced, so it would make sense that I would at least text. It's only polite. Yeah. Your moms have your room ready. And Angel had a time, but she's also currently well we'll visit her whenever she wakes up <laughs> from her whole thing that happened but i believe that cole wanted to talk to millie about something and this is going to be sometime the next morning okay so what's happening i'm pulling into the house i'm curious what a morning looks like for a vampire yeah, I mean, Millie uh, has definitely retreated back inside the house by the time the sun is coming up. It's not an active problem, she's just not fond of it. And so she's probably just kind of loitering in some of the common areas of the house. Probably not up to a whole bunch, mostly because she tends to be a fairly noisy human being, uh, vampire. And... Everyone is still asleep, and she does try to be at least a little bit considerate. So she's probably, like, sitting and playing games on her phone. Also, I will say, Millie, you were not the only person out kind of patrolling the grounds last night. There were others. They probably kind of left you be, but there was always someone in within eyesight. That's fair. Just because, you know, if something happens. Go for it. At some point, most people need sleep. Yeah. You probably hear the car door, like a pretty significant loud bang as Austin and I pull up. He runs off. Inevitably, I come in. And 
probably would see you if you were just around. But the problem, like, I would definitely be like, one, one sec. And then I would, uh, I'd go find the moms and basically say good morning just to say hi, check in. Always do that first thing. Yeah. When you go in, you just see, it's just Lydia. She's like, oh, Cole, I'm so glad you made it home safe. That was quite the interesting night last night. How are you doing? It's been a while. It might have been like three days since I last saw you, but she always, I picture she does a little good-natured fussing. I'm, I'm doing pretty good, Mom. I, uh, I had me and Austin stop by the corner store. I got you some Earl Grey on the way back. Don't worry, I, just, I knew you was running out. And I, I just hand her a little box of tea that I picked up on the, the last stop down to the house. Oh, thank you. I was running low, and I think quite a few people might need this over the next day. Yeah, it seems a lot to... Uh, a lot going on. Lots going on, for sure. Everyone uh, buckle down here okay tonight? I, I really appreciate it. I know it was short notice. I usually try to give you at least some advanced warning when I'm going to drop in. and uh, You know, well, many people are going to drop in, but desperate times. She just nods and... I guess you could say, you know, mother's intuition and all. We figured something would be happening sometime soon, so we fixed what beds we had and asked around the neighborhood and were able to find enough rooms for everyone. They all got settled in and they are all safe and sound. Well, thank you. Sincerely. Of course, honey. We are always happy to help the people of this town, especially whenever you ask. Cole just laughs. He, I go in, probably give her a hug and a little kiss on the cheek, and then kind of walk away as she starts pouring her tea, I imagine. Yeah, and she's, you know, fixing lots of breakfast. Because you figure there's a couple of people staying in this house. I would probably have taken some plates and just set them out on the table as I walk from the, the kitchen area. She's doing whatever she's doing to kind of help out a little bit, but definitely making a way back into the main area to try to have conversations with others. She's just humming to herself while she works. It's a familiar song that I hear. I recognize the song. It's one she used to sing as like a lullaby when I was much, much younger. So I can tell she's in a calm mood. Surprisingly. May not have been in the language you understood, but you're very used to and familiar. It's a very familiar song. Then I kind of set the table with the plates I got and see what everyone is up to. And I'm saying that's probably when you run into Millie. Yeah, at that point, Millie is probably fairly still and has been for a while. So it's one of those things where you probably were in the same room and didn't necessarily know right away. <laughs> Millie's very good at jump scares without doing anything. <laughs> Almost didn't see you there. Oh, well, I'm glad you did. How are things? I reckon things are going better for me than they were for everybody else last night. Oh, I don't know about all that. We got here, didn't we? That's true. I guess you gotta count your blessings, silver line and all that. At least that's what my moms would always say. Besides, it was very exciting, and that's much better than a boring night. I don't know if we have the same measurement of excitement, but 
It's a sliding scale. That's, you know, that's fine. You know, everybody has their... Uh, we, we don't we don't kink shame in this house. We don't kink shame at all. <laughs> if that was your measure of excitement, go nuts. Oh. All right. That doesn't... Okay. That's not the right type of excitement, but anyway. Hey, I, who am I to judge? I'm... How was your night? You know... Eventful. Got a lot done. Got a lot done. Had some moving and a shaking, but I think that everything worked out at least okay for now. Obviously, we very much appreciate your... There's still a couple of people in your network who haven't reported back in, Cole. Okay. Uh, you don't got nothing to appreciate me for, honestly. I didn't put my... I wasn't the one putting my neck out on the line. I just got to thank everybody else for being willing to help out. Well, I appreciate you rounding them up and sending them off to help us. That's still worth thinking for. Fair enough. So, thank you. It was very helpful. What about the others? Uh, any word from them? Hess and Angel, all of them? I hadn't, I hadn't heard much from much anybody in the group chat or nothing, honestly. Then again, I do kind of switch phones around. Hess did mention that they have the t- that they found the tether the thing tethering the stranger to this reality and then mentioned that it's actually Kyle has it now oh wonderful so you know Hess is alright I feel like Winward probably communicated that they were alright but no one has heard anything from Angel well I think we've heard from most everyone except Angel, then. I can't help but worry. I know it's... Y'all are all... tough and candid yourself, whatever else, but I... Maybe I've been spending too much time with the moms, I don't know, but I worry too much about everybody these days. Well, it's never a bad time to worry about people, and this seems like a better time than most, but... Then again, I do think she's pretty prone to going off on her own. It wouldn't hurt to just send a message, though. And because Millie already has her phone out, she's just going to drop her a text. What does the text say? You up? Angel, say this wakes you up. Because the second you lay down, you've just passed out. You were dead tired. Yep. And you hear your phone buzzing, and it's just a text from Millie just saying you up. She kind of like... Half opens one eye, grabs the phone, looks at it, feels the throbbing in her arms. She sends back a Y. Like, just the letter Y and presses send. Well, she's alive is the best news. Alive's better than dead. (laughs) And then I think Millie just sends back a little angel emoji. Angel will make her way over to the moms once she wakes up fully. Valid. Yeah. The nice lady will give you like a to-go coffee mug. Oh. It's a pretty nice to-go coffee mug, but they say just leave it. She says, oh, you can just leave it with them. They'll make sure it gets back to me. And she offers to drive you over there. She's not going to make you walk. How far is it? So if their neighborhood like takes up the street, I'll imagine the house you ended up at is kind of like in the middle. So like it's just a minute, two-minute drive, but she will offer to drive you. Yeah, all right. 
That sounds nice. Yeah, after the night you had, I'm not going to make you walk. Poor thing. You don't know the half of it. Well, hopefully you'll be able to find the help you need at the mom's house. They're always good about knowing exactly what you need. I'm always wondering how they do that. Oh, I'm aware. I've met him in the past. Oh, you have? And it's like a little bit more chit-chat before she drops you off. I think Millie will be, at this point, kind of just sending out you up texts to everybody just to see where they are. So anybody who didn't show up throughout the night has gotten a just very basic, like, letter you up, question mark. Yeah. And it's probably too early for that to be a appropriate thing for most people. So it's probably like, what, five minutes after Angel gets the text that she's walking through the door? Probably, depending on how quickly she got up and going. I think she she doesn't take a whole lot of time in the mornings. Once she's up, she's up, unfortunately. I'm gonna say you are moving a little slower today. Oh, yeah. No, she, she comes in, she looks like shit. Hair, a mess. There was obviously no shower, no brush, nothing. She looks probably a lot, even paler than her normal Irish pale complexion. And I'm pretty sure Millie, being what she is, probably gets the scent of blood. Hmm. I would have obviously poked my head around the door frame of like the, the dining area when I heard it open. Seeing, oh, Angel, you can look, you can look like coffee. Is it anything? Are you, okay. Excuse me. And then I'm just going to walk back. Actually take her boots off in the mom's house. <laughs> and hesitates a minute. Hangs her jacket up. You know, pig by the door. I get about a foot from the kitchen door and think, wait, Millie. And I turn around, wait, you, it. I don't... Never mind. And then I just go in and get coffee. I don't know what Millie would actually have. (laughs) Millie's fine. Coffee tastes bad. And Angel's arms are, like, wrapped up to the elbow or beyond the elbow? I imagine it would be more, like, on the upper arm wrapped in bandages. Okay, yeah. Very nicely bandaged, though. Someone did a good job. But I imagine they're probably starting to bleed through over the night. Because sleeping bandages and those weren't really minor scratches. It would have been more than five minutes. She would have refreshed her bandages. Ah, okay, yeah. Going into the kitchen, getting coffee, I would have informed uh, Lydia that, you know, Angel's a little bit worse for wear. I don't know what she has medicinally around. (laughs) Whiskey will work. Oh, I think Millie will see her and just be like, oh, you look like you had an exciting night, too. That's... Maybe better not to mention the word exciting, though. That's a kink thing here, I guess. Okay. I come back out with coffee and I'm pouring a little Irish whiskey in it as I come around the the corner. and just hand it off. Oh, that's perfect. So, everybody got here okay, then? That was heading here anyway. Everyone's not here yet. Still waiting on a few text backs, but you're the you're the first one. Uh... Also, you would have gotten responses back from 
everyone. I don't know what they would have responded back, but you have responses back from everyone. They are... Or you will get them at some point. They are... okay. Can't have had a worse night than I did. Yeah, at this point we've heard from everybody. They're all alive. You were the last one we were waiting for confirmation from. Where they are, you know, oh. scattered as we do. Oh, right. They haven't probably haven't gotten anything from Isabel, because of where she's at. No, if you texted Isabel, there wasn't a response back. Got it. But she took off with Angel. Right. So that would probably be the next question is just, when you left, you were with someone, and you're not with her now, I notice? Yeah, Isabel's back, uh, home. She called in a favor with her boss to get out. You don't know that she's gone home. You just know that she texted. No, the stranger told her. The stranger used that in his taunting. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Well, as long as she's home safe, I suppose. I heard they shut in the doors. I don't think we'll get any help in that sector. Alright, so I did the nice thing. I got you coffee. Let's reset. Angel, you look like shit. What, what happened to you last night? Alright. How much of her memory has she started to remember? The conversation before you blacked out is still kind of fuzzy. Okay, but she remembers up to that point then. Okay, that's fine. You can remember up to the conversation. Some of the details are a little blurry, but you do remember most of it. And of course you remember everything that happened after you woke up. <laughs> yeah. All right, so short, short version. I don't know how to make that a short version. Usually fewer words. The somewhat longer version. Ran into the stranger on the way out. The way to, you know. Hmm. And Isabel called in a favor. He followed us because he saw me. Isabel called a favor. She got the feck out of Dodge. And I stopped and talked to him in the park. And then I woke up tied to a chair. Well, that seems less than ideal. And I might have set fire to Staten's house. He's the COO, like, head honcho of the lab. Well, oopsie, I suppose. Did you at least get the stranger a bit in the process? No, he was out doing whatever the feck he's doing. It was honestly... With a night of sleep and looking back on it a bit, it was, well, let's just say, a comedy of errors getting out of there. That was a little bit like my life. Nearly managed to stake the vampire that came in to decide to taunt me after the stranger left. Well, did stake him, missed the heart. And then caught by a werewolf on the way out. That's a, she points to one of the bandages on her arms. Oh, delightful. Managed to hide, convince them I was outside, so they went out to the house to look for me, and the other version of Lily was there. She was what Cass spoke to. Or who Cass spoke to. Ghost Lily? Yes, Ghost Lily. And I found Staten's office. Well, Lily led me to Staten's office. Burned all the blackmail material he's got on everybody. And, uh, 
found something that'll probably be helpful uh, later. Well, isn't that cryptic? Delightful, though. Sounds like you had a very productive night. Shit, all I did was make some phone calls. And the people that I'm working for might be hunting me down. Oh, also not ideal. Because he... Stranger... Backed up something. I just carried a couple of guys and ran. I don't have a lot to add to this. I'm so sorry, but... If nothing else... You know that you're probably safe in the mom's house. That's why I'm here. Good place to be. Though, if I'm not mistaken, I probably shouldn't stay here long unless we can get this figured out soon. Because they... I'm not sure the strength of their organization, but they might come close to rivaling the mothers. I hope not. But theirs isn't a small production. Well, it seems like this might be the right place to be to reach out to them, though, if you need to set something straight. <laughs> I've set it straight with, I suppose you'd call him my handler. Mm. But he can't call off the dogs, as it were. Because to their point of view, I've broken my oaths. I haven't. I didn't. The stranger broke them somehow. Broke that tie. Well, I don't like the sound of that. I'll say this is when Lydia comes in. Angel, she brings you some water. And she's like, here's something that should help with the pain. And I recommend she hands you a little bottle of anti- what looks like antibiotics. Take the full course of these. It'll help prevent any infections. You definitely don't want those in particular getting infected. If you start feeling any weird side effects, specifically weird cravings whenever you smell something that smells like meat please let me know immediately uh, wait that's not normal <laughs> do you think they need stitches oh perhaps they would give me one moment I cause yeah that was a serious harm <laughs> angels fucked <Yeah>. up yeah <laughs> Oh, good. This is the first time you see her look, Lydia look slightly shocked by what's going on. She's like, give me one moment. I have a friend who does, we have someone in our neighborhood who does emergency house calls. I'll go see if she's free and has anything. Delightful. And she steps off into the kitchen. Angel downs the rest of her Irish coffee before <laughs> taking a sip of the water. <laughs> And taking the antibiotics. Nothing like whiskey and antibiotics in the morning. Right? <laughs> Breakfast of champions. Breakfast of champions. Well, they got the coffee there, too. I don't know that that's better. It might actively make things worse. Eh, I'll live. I mean, as long as it doesn't have charcoal in it, it should be fine. <laughs> it doesn't. Probably. I'm just gonna check our phone for messages from Xander. Please, God, don't let there be any. <laughs> I don't think he sent you anything. Okay. I feel like at this point, it's just only in case of emergencies will he send you anything. She's actually going to send him a text to his personal number, like he mentioned when she spoke to him. It starts off with, I'm still alive. And could I re-swear the O's? 
and then she sends that off. Might be a few minutes before you get the response back, but the response you get back is good to hear. Unsure? We'll check carefully. Well, so I suppose we have a fairly big day ahead of us. Any idea what we're meant to be doing? I had plans, but that potentially is completely shut down after everything old Angel here seems to have gone through. Millie, I was coming to you to try to get some more information on this stranger, but... Yeah, damn it, if uh, Angel hadn't had a fun night. Oh, what information do you need on him? Well, none of us can... I say none of us, it's me and my ragtag crew of whatever you want to call us. Us rowdy guys. We can't really get too much direct information on the stranger, and everything's been kind of roundabout word Ah. of mouth. Okay, so... The physical body that he's in isn't his own. Uh, that's Bart. He w- he was there for that. Was he there for that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, place to start. He doesn't have a physical body. He's not a person. How do you kill a not person? Well, Kyle has the thing tying him to this reality. I believe the first start is destroying that. Well, Kyle seems like a good person to be able to handle that one, at least. Is he ever not destroying something? Not in my experience, but I haven't spent much time with him. I just get big destroy vibes from him. I feel like the only reason between the both of you that Kyle is still alive is because Kyle is important to Winward, and y'all both more or less like Winward. I enjoy Winward. And I'm not incredibly petty. I'm just mostly petty most of the time. <laughs> All right. So he's a not person person. He's a force. A real big dick. Just the worst. No, I remember. He's like, I think I likened him to a force of chaos. Like he is entropy. That's why every that's why Cass saw the end of the world and three days because he doesn't belong here. Maybe a moot question at this point. Not sure. Uh, do we know where Bart is? Like we have this whole issue where now we have too many bodies that just don't have things or people in them, and we have one body that has a thing that's not a people in him, and that's not good across the board. My assumption is he's wherever the other souls are. That got uh, kicked out to their bodies, as it were. That is the worst version of eviction. Trying to see if any of you could roll something to maybe piece together what happened to Bart's soul. Although there was that uh, spirit that was with him, the the Higante. I haven't seen any sign of him. Yeah, I'm looking. I don't think I have any moves that are especially helpful here. I don't know that I have any moves, but Cole would not know anything about this anyway. It's not his forte. Fair. I think that one of my let it out moves has something to do with using vampire senses, but I don't know exactly what sense would be necessary for this. You could maybe roll to figure someone out to figure out what Vehigante might have done, because Vehigante... Might know something, maybe. Alright, I will roll plus mind. 
That is a seven. Oh, wait. No, it's an eight. Sorry. God, I had a one. I'm not sure how exactly they can ask you one, but on hit, ask two. Uh, I don't actively have the list up. Hang on. I don't know if those questions really fit. Um, we can just go with like you're able to piece together some ideas. It occurs to you if there was another spear or otherworldly thing, you know, the Higante, whatever he is, does belong in this world. And if that entity was connected to Bart and something else tried to take over Bart, it might have tried to do something to either stop him or protect Bart. So maybe we should get Hess to try and track down Vehigante then. Well, Vehigante is probably either ripped to shreds uh, fighting with the stranger or wherever Bart is. Is what I would assume, given what I know of Vehigante. Which isn't much. My only reason for singling out Vehigante is that uh, it seems that he's probably a little bit less common of a type of being. I'm going to go with type of being. Then human souls in a city. Like maybe easier to find. At this time, you notice from the other side of the table some really kind of cartoonish music and various beeps and boops. A little boy, Andrew, brought me his Nintendo Switch. He hates the water levels on Mario and just asked me to get through it for him real fast. So I'm sitting there listening to you guys trying to get past this water level. Just speed running Mario. Yeah. One of mom's little kids hanging around. Just y'all go on. I got this one sec. I'll say it might also be around this moment when Cole, you... You had the door open and you see Roma walk by. You didn't know if she had been out doing something, but she walks by, doesn't seem to notice you all immediately. She goes straight into the kitchen with Lydia. You hear a bit of a conversation. Oh dear, you're back. How did it go? And then Roma replies, I was able to make the deliveries as needed now. Oh wait, okay, so what can I help with in here? And they just go about Continuing the breakfast and plating things. So, what is the next move from here? Other than getting has to do her thing. Well, in the immediate, I do feel a little bad letting your moms cater for all of these people. I wonder if we oughtn't go volunteer and see what they know, since they tend to know rather a lot, actually. You also learned a little bit about Stranger that last night in that conversation who me yeah I mean the main takeaway is he's bad at flirting I have nothing really to add he also gave you a name did wasn't it like Charles Steve yes yeah why do I remember that he gave name Charles uh, Charlie he... was what he told me yeah first he didn't give one he tried to let me make it like, up, but that's just... Mm, be decisive. Once they're done with their conversation in the kitchen, Angel's gonna kind of, like, call out, Hey, Mom! They both come out. Both of them just immediately pipe up, yes? Do you think I could borrow a shower? 
Olivia replies, Oh, certainly, down the hall to the right. I walk back in there and make sure there's a towel and everything, just so they can have their breakfast and whatnot. Get a towel out, make sure there's no one in there and whatnot, and come back and I give Roma the good morning hug that I had yet to give her as I've finished the water level for Andrew. Melee, don't suppose you got a spare change of clothes, do you? My car is, um, not here. Millie fully pulls out, like, two outfit options from her purse, and she holds them out, and it's like, Angel will take whichever one is closest in reach, just that one. <laughs> it's literally, like, leggings and a tunic. None of that suits you. I got a Pantera or ACDC shirt, I'm sure, hanging around. Probably clean. Maybe closer to your style, I'm not sure, but... Just in case, offer stands. How tall is Millie? Millie's pretty short. She's, you know, five foot a couple of inches. Oh, good. They're about the same size, then. These are also, like, the sort of clothes that you have in a purse, so they're mostly, like, spandex. It's literally leggings and, like, a tunic shirt because it's the sort of things that fold up as small as possible. Oh, yeah. You know, emergency backup clothes for just in case. I think it's like that, like that jersey knit, the dresses where you can wad them up as small as you want, and they still come out unwrinkled. Yeah. And with spandex, you know, it heats up on your body. Take a shower. Most people's bodies. (laughs) Yeah. Enjoy. It's like she's sweaty and gritty from everything and then sleeping in the sweat and grit and... Those claw marks are gonna sting in the water? Oh, yes. I guess they are. I'm gonna hope that tape is, like, waterproof so that it's not hitting it directly. <laughs> uh, you can probably get creative, and it... It feels wonderful. I forget that I didn't warn Angel, so I knock on the door. Green bar shampoo! We don't use plastic! Got it. Cole, as you go up to hug Roma, at first she has a bit of a far away look, like she's lost in thought. She's like, I heard you would come home. It's so good to see you and gives you a big hug. Her hugs always are the warmest, moms. Making light of the fact that I realize she has a distant look on her face. I don't want to trouble her more. Her face does warm up when she kind of she snaps back to where she is currently and sees you and looks happier. So I heard you all had an eventful night. Yeah, I dropped quite a few new faces on you. My my bad. This isn't as bad as the times I threw a couple parties back in high school, but you know, it's at least there was some warning, I think. Maybe. I may have forgotten. I'm sorry. No, don't don't worry about it. We were prepared for something like this happening. Everyone else here, though, the, the regulars, how how's they doing? They're doing alright. It's a little crowded in some homes. Kind of had to double some people up. Got Had some people that came in with their family, so got a little squished, but we'll try redistributing in the morning to even out the load. People are nervous, but... It helps them to be doing something. You know, I feel like we hadn't caught up too much lately. I feel like, well, I'm always up to no good. And uh, 
you guys are always taking care of everybody. Like, how are y'all doing? They exchange a look before Lydia responds. It's trying times for everyone, but when you've been around the block, we've we faced a few trying times before. This one's a little more unique than past events, but finding ways to help helps. That's what we're, we've been doing here. Speaking of, is there anything I, I can help with before? I don't know. I... I don't help out enough, but sometimes it feels like y'all have done so much for us. Is there anything we can do for, for you? Roma puts her hand on your shoulder. Darling, you do more for the city than you realize. You help give a lot of people hope and a chance to do something to change things and try and make it a little better. And just the fact that you were able to make that call last night you saved a lot of people Cole just kind of fake flexes never underestimate the power of being willing to act when the time is right Tempest Multi is a production of Pseudodim Social changing reality one story at a time it is an actual play podcast using Urban Shadows 2E quick start guide and it's set once again in the town of Oak Ridge, Tennessee I am your keeper producer. Hello everyone, it's Casey again. I'll be playing Cass Pravda, the Oracle Playbook. My name is Zadkiel, or just Zad. In this game, I am going to be playing Windward Pudge, and they are using the Imp Playbook. Hi there, I'm Maria Perry. I'm playing Millie Elza, your local vampy vampire. I am Blaze. And I'll be playing Jason Madison Coleman, the Aware. Sup, y'all? I'm Panic Foxfire. I will be playing Hess, playing from the Book of the Wizard. Hi, I'm Gliza. I will be playing Kyle of the Tainted Playbook. I am Ava Rogers. I will be playing Angel Day, the Sworn. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com.